All right, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the SOC University podcast. I'm your host, Adam Duty. Uh, of course, this podcast is dedicated to anybody that wants to be self-paid, self-made while boosting their personal career, brand, or business. Um, I have a special guest in a building with us today. But before we get to our special guest, of course, this podcast is dedicated to anybody in the beginning stages of like their entrepreneurial journey. We also talk about mental health. We talk about tips and tricks that can help you with your entrepreneurial journey. Um, so on our show today, we have Nikki, Nicole Peterson. Round of applause for Nicole Peterson. Nikki, how you doing? I'm good, Adam. Thanks for having me. Good. I'm, I'm super excited to have you. Literally, like, um, I think we've been talking about this for a couple of a weeks while. or mentioning yes. back and forth that we're going to do it. Yes. And usually sometimes it takes a little while for those things to happen, but I'm excited to have you. So again, like, thank you for being on the show with us today. Thank you for having me, Adam. Really. I appreciate of course, it. Of course. Yeah, no problem. Um, so we're going to be talking about Nikki. I, I think your story is interesting. Um, you were able to build a business and you had a specifically a, a daycare that you were running mm -hmm. um, and you were running that out of your home, correct? Yes. 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 Okay. Out of my home. So mm -hmm. before we get into that, let's, let's start off with a little bit about you. Let's tell the okay. audience a little bit about you. It's kind of like qualifying yourself. So you can start all the way back and then we'll get into um, the business. Okay. Well, I don't know how far you want me to start, but wherever um, you want to go. Okay. <laughs> My name is Nicole Peterson. Um, currently, I am the kids director um, at my church, which is Journey Church. Um, and that is from children birth up to fifth grade. And okay. um, I have like about 30 or so volunteers um, that okay. are in our uh, volunteer organization, um, where you usually meet on Wednesdays and Sundays. That's just something that's a passion that I have of kids. But um, okay. I don't know where you want me to start. I recently, uh, my husband and I recently went back to school um, and got a degree in biblical studies. Uh, that is one okay. thing that we've been trying to do for a, a while as well. Um, okay. But back to kids, I guess just my story is just I felt like there was a need for quality child care. And not got that it. there wasn't quality child care, but as parents, we all look for something different in childcare. Okay. And I just didn't find anything that I would feel comfortable leaving my children at. Mm. And so I knew that I loved kids. I knew that I loved to teach. Um, I loved arts and crafts. And I just loved okay. knowing that children would be safe in my home. And so that is okay. one of the reasons why I started it. Wonderful. So that's, that's, and, and I can think of that too, being a parent, like yes. sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't mm -hmm. know if I want to take them there or yes. do this. Yes. And even recently we had considered a nanny. We had the nanny come into our home and did the childcare out of our home. Yes. So I can understand it was just something comfortable about that. So let's, let's go back to when you first started and decided that you wanted to have this business, like, because I know there's options to where you can like rent out a, a building mm -hmm, or a, mm -hmm. a, a facility or a place, mm -hmm. or you can do it out of your home. What made you decide to go that route and do it that way? 
Well, first off with doing it at my home, I had to do a lot of research as far as like the demographics, um, what kind of children that I wanted in my home, what kind of parents, and really it's what kind of parents do you want in your home? Mm. Because children are children. But when you open up your home, you have to make sure that uh, the parents fit you properly as well. Um, Mm. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, I'll have lots of kids, lots of kids. But dealing with certain parents, things can be really difficult or even get messy at times. Um, Okay. So that is one thing that I looked at as well. Also, having it in your home gives you a stepping stone to see what you need to prepare for. Um, You could be in your home a year and then have 50 children and need to expand somewhere else. You could be in your home a year or two and only have 10 children, depending on um, hiring other people to fit with you. And that's a whole nother story. Um, Assistance, people that you trust, things like that. So I decided to start in my home um, because not only was it um, better for my family, um, Mm -hmm. my own children could come home from school and I would be there. It wasn't something where they would have to be bused somewhere else, or I would have to leave and go pick them up, things like that. So it was just easier to start that way. And that's why I decided to do that, do it that way. I also decided um, there was an option to go. um, There was an option where you could be licensed or where you could be non-licensed. But for me, going through the credentials to be licensed was what I chose not only does okay. it help reassure parents that you are um, really uh, dedicated to this, um, but okay. it also gives you a lot of education on different things that you need as far as like funding, um, ratios, things like that. So that was an option that I chose. So, I mean, if you want to do something where you're not licensed, uh, you can do that, but I chose to be licensed through the state of Illinois. Okay, so let's go back to where you said. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You gotta answer that. Okay. But let's go back to where you were talking about uh, deciding. Like you, you made a good point where you were like, it's not about like the type of children you want, but it's about the parents because you right. can be dealing with certain type of things. Right. Can you right. go into just like briefly about what you mean about that specifically? Sure. So not, and this is nothing against parents, but not all parents are looking for childcare. Some of them are looking for babysitters. And so I was not a babysitter. Uh, We didn't sit in front of the TV and watch uh, Coca Melon all day. We were learning. We were um, going outside. We were going on field trips, things like that. And so not everyone is looking for that. And so people tend to treat you differently depending on what they're looking for. That makes a lot of sense. I had a standard in my child care and I wanted to keep that standard. And so the parents had to fit that standard in order to come to my child care. And if you didn't fit that standard, didn't mean that you were a bad parent. It was just, Mm -hmm. I was not the best place for you. Oh, I love that. I love that. See, I didn't I didn't know what you specifically meant with that, but that was that makes total sense because I I know when I was younger, 
Mm-hmm. I was just like, hey, I just want somebody to just watch them while right. I'm, I'm going to be away for a couple hours. Right. And, then and now that's okay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But now I'm like, what are they going to be learning? Like, yes. are they going to be, are you going to be helping yes. them with their schoolwork? Yes. Like, w- what type of schedule are we on? So, yes. So you have to remember, sense. you have to remember too that you're giving your resources to that person, which is your money. So, are right. you giving your resources to, something that is wise or are you just handing out money? So that's a thing. So those are your resources that you have to think, okay, am I investing in my children or am I just looking for someone to just watch them for a few hours while I go to work? Got it. Okay. So also you said about being licensed and not licensed. Mm -hmm. What, what's the difference with that? Is it like the, how many children you can have at one yes. time or yes is it? yes so if you're not licensed there's only a certain amount of children that you can have in your home and okay. if you want to start right away I would mm-hmm. suggest doing it that way but I would let your parents know that I am working towards being licensed okay and so I would still set the standard of what you okay. would have as being licensed but just letting okay. your parents know that I am just starting and this is where I'm going to start, but these are my plans and this is my timeline because they will give you a timeline as far as how long it takes and um, what the next steps are. So just keeping your parents informed about that as well, like where you're at and where you're, what steps you're going to take works wonders because people see that you are actually trying. You may not be there yet, but you are trying and going forward with this. And that is a plus too. I think that parents really um, tend to trust other people with their children who they know are really building on their personal growth and building on their, um, their, not the relationship, but building on, well, I kind of, it kind of is the relationship with the parent because you're keeping them informed, but Mm -hmm. also building your business as well. Yeah, it, it of course it's just like your branding. It just makes someone feel more confident that yes. you're serious about yes. your craft and your business too, as well. Yes, um, yeah. definitely. I can see how that could be a big thing. N- now, in terms of like having the the childcare in your home, mm-hmm. is there a certain type of home that you have to have? It has to be like one story, multi-story. You have to have a basement or that doesn't really matter. Can you talk a little bit about that point? So that doesn't really matter. Um, they look at, so the state looks at the square footage of where you're going to keep your the children. And so okay. it could be just your living room. But- okay. Um, know that you have to have, if you're going to have babies, if you're going to have um, smaller children that need to um, uh, need assistance with bathrooms and you can't like say, okay, all the kids stay up here while I take little Johnny downstairs so we can change them. Cause I only have one bathroom downstairs. Um, Got it. A lot of people want to use their lower levels. Um, if you're using a lower level, you have to make sure that you have a bathroom down there. You have to make sure that you have windows down there for a fire okay. exit. You have to make sure okay. that there's a way to get out. Um, okay. Having your child care in downstairs is where I had mine, but I okay. had multiple rooms downstairs 
which I also yeah. had licensed um, in okay. case I wanted to branch out. So I had an infant room and then I had an early childhood room. And then mm. the th second room that I had downstairs, well, the third room that I had downstairs was used as an area for just play. But I had all okay. of it licensed because I was looking at expanding and I wanted to do that up front instead of saying, okay, I have 20 children. I need more room. Now I have to wait for the state to come back to license me for that Got before it. I could use it. So who knows how long that would take, but it has to be somewhere where you can get out in case there's an emergency. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, so you, so you literally have to have every room licensed that you're going to be in. Is that, that's what you're yes. saying? You say if well, you're going room? to use, yes. Yes. Wow. And so they you had to call, call somebody from the state and say, hey, I want this to be an infant room. I want this to be a playroom. And they had to come and check that room for specific things. They do. So DCFS actually, wow. actually comes out, Department of Children and Family Services. And okay. so they come out and they actually look through your whole house. So it's not something where you're like, well, I just want these three rooms licensed. They'll say, okay, but we need to check everything else. Which is a crazy story. Um, one time they come periodically and sometimes they don't tell you when they come, but oh, they came goodness. to my house. Yeah. Which is, which is okay. If you're doing what you're supposed to, it, it doesn't Correct. really matter. So yeah. they came to my house and she said, okay, I need to check all the rooms upstairs in the closets. And I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, why do you need to check the closets? Me thinking like, that's weird. But she that's told me, yeah. yeah, but she told me that they just had someone in a town over who was only supposed to have a certain amount of children. And so when they came to visit, she would hide the kids in the closets. Oh, my goodness. I know. Are you I know. serious? Insane. And I said, that oh is my. crazy. I said, who even thinks of that? Who thinks to do something like that? And so I was like, oh, yeah, wow. go ahead check and so of course she checked and there were no kids hiding in the closet but that is just <laughs> that's crazy to me that is crazy, crazy how you can even think about doing that so when they automatically had to shut that down, oh definitely they had to. definitely wow. definitely had to so i i do have like another question for you as far sure. as like like you said there's different state things available for yes. you yes um I, I, my big thing too is for people, especially in the entrepreneur in the beginning stages, because mm -hmm. a lot of times people feel like they don't have the the funding or the money or the help mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And you talked about like the state helping with like healthy meals. And is there anything that's available as far as like money wise or funding wise that could help them? Well, there's that? always, there's always scholarships. They do okay. have different scholarships and things like that um, that are available. Um, as far as like right now in this present time, I'm not for sure what is all available. I do know though that at the YWCA, mm -hmm. they have courses and classes that you can take and some of them are free. Some of them are $5, but you okay. begin to network with other people who have been doing it a while and some who are just starting. And that's where I got a lot of my resources from. Is from okay. networking with other people who there's a woman who is a um, psychologist that I'm still friends with. And we started together 
in okay. early childhood. <laughs> That's how we started together. And she's now a psychologist and I'm a kids director. So wow. it's, uh, yeah. So we, and we're, st we still keep in touch. We still see each other quite often, but I met her there through the free okay. courses that they were doing there. Yes. Yep. Wow. So there are a lot of resources out there. You just, just got to ask around, talk to yeah. the state, talk to DCFS. They are great resources and they know everything. They know everything. So this might also be a, a long uh, question to answer for you. Sure. But if somebody wanted to start from the beginning, the very, mm -hmm. very beginning, Mm -hmm. what would you say are the first couple of steps and like the most important things for them to actually start? Like where is there a website where they go to? Is there something specifically they need to do? They need to be thinking of where would they start if somebody wanted to start like today? So if someone wanted to start today, I think there's a few things that I would suggest to them. I would find out if there are any home child cares near you first. Okay. Um, there could be one next door to you, but doesn't mean that you won't have plenty of children come to yours because every parent is looking for something different. So Got I it. would find out if there's anything close by you, what they offer. And is um, that, is that, is that to just like what your competition is? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, yeah, okay. kind of like what, what other parents are looking for. Um, okay. but you have to remember that there are how many brands of bagels out there and they're all on the same shelf, but we still like what we like. And so there yep. could be a daycare or a childcare on every house on your street. Doesn't mean that you don't have a chance because yes. people like what they like and they're looking for what they are looking for. And yes. so um, I would definitely look and see what their prices are what their okay. fees are, what they charge. Um, okay. Definitely research paperwork that you would want to give to the parent. But first, if you're looking to do it in your home, mm -hmm. I would call the state or DCFS and have them come and look at the space that you are potentially going to use to see if that is even something that you can do because it makes no sense to have a website and paperwork ready and you have nowhere for the children to go. Got it. And so uh, even with that, so, I, okay, going back to that, the space, right? Yes. Is there certain qualifications about like stairs? Like you can't have a certain amount of stairs or kids can't go up and down stairs or let's just say, so in my home I have in, in my living room mm -hmm. and then go up to my kitchen. It's like three steps to go up. Mm -hmm. It's just a change of a level. Mm -hmm. Does that stuff matter? You have to have it blocked off or you can't do that or, or what? Well, if it's something that's going to a kitchen, I would probably have that blocked off anyway. I had the little, you know, the little gates that you can get for like toddlers. Yeah. Um, I had one of those because you just never want a child to wander off anywhere, yeah. um, somewhere that could be potentially hazardous. Mm -hmm. So there is, there wasn't, I'll say it that way. Um, a stipulation on how many stairs and things that you were using. Um, you just had to have a safe space for the kids. And there's a certain amount of feet 
square footage that you need for each child. Really? Okay. You could have a small room, but you may only be able to be licensed for two children. And you have to be okay with that if that's the space that you're going to use. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people do it when they are like relatives or because you don't have to be licensed for like a certain amount of relatives, like, like your grandchildren or things like that. Really? You can have like two to three, I believe. Okay. Um, but if you're looking to get compensation from the state, you know how like some people use um, certain uh, funds from the state to pay for childcare for their kids. They have to fill out information. Yep. You only get a certain amount. You get half of what you would have gotten if you were licensed. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. So let's so say, need, wow. Let's say you're, if you're not licensed, they'll give you $12 per day per child mm -hmm. if you're not licensed. But if you're licensed, let's say they'll give you $25 per day per child. And it's right. a lot more than that, but those are just, it's like half of what. Yeah. No, I understand that. And, and that would be, Let's just say the state gives you that, that would be for like food and supplies and all those things or for actually watching the child? For having the child in your, your wow. child's care. Yes. So if the parents are not able to afford your price, yeah. um, the state gives a certain amount. So let's say, let's say you charge $195 a week for mm -hmm. infants. Let's say that. And that's actually very low. Um, yes. Very yeah, low. that's very low. So a yes. hundred, let's say you charge $195 for five days um, in your child care. Okay. Let's say the parent wants to bring their child there, um, mm -hmm. can't afford to pay $195. And so you let them know about the state and funding. They fill out the paperwork and the state says, okay, they're under this uh, um, demographic or under this amount of financial need will give you $100. Now, there are some child cares that will just take that $100 and say, okay, the state is paying me $100. You don't have to pay me anything. But legally, you can still charge that parent $95 a week because the state is only giving you $100. I see. Yes. I see. Yeah. I see. I mean, but you, 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 I don't know. You probably should, though. If you run yeah. it into business, oh, yeah. you have to keep, you have to keep everything going and everything up. You so you do. You probably you do. should. Yes, there's no problem. And then the thing about it is, if they can't do that, then, uh -huh. and that's what you have decided that you're going to do, then yeah. maybe this is not the best place for you. Correct. Correct. Because I and myself have made that mistake where mm -hmm. someone has told me, well, I can't do this. And I say, oh, I understand. You know what? I'll just keep it at this. And you can't do that because people will use you. They yep. will tell you they can't pay you. Can I wait two weeks to do it? And then you never mm -hmm. see them again after that. And yeah. funny story. I had someone who I thought I was helping and mm -hmm. they had two children in my childcare. And okay. she, one week she was like, I can't, I just started my job. Can I wait two weeks to give you the money again? Um, because I can't afford it right now. And I said, no problem. Still allowed them to come. Um, same times that they were there, they were there for like eight to 10 hours, Monday through Friday. And I was okay. like, no problem. I trust you. It's okay. 
when those two mm. weeks came, they disappeared. <laughs> yes. So it was like almost $400 wow. that she owed me. Dang. And I was like, here I am. I could have had this space for someone else yep. who saw the quality in my childcare. But instead, I went with my feelings instead of using my head and using yep. my business sense because I'm like, well, these are children. They need somewhere to go. And so that's one thing your discernment needs to be on because I love parents, but there are some people who are just out to get whatever they can for free. And they don't care if you're nice, they will step all over you. But the funny story about that is maybe a year later, I was in church and the pastor was like, turn around and greet your neighbor. Right. And I turn around and no. she's there. <laughs> no. So funny. I never saw her again after that. She never came back to the church, but I was just like, hi, how are you? That was it. Nothing else. Oh. And never saw her again. Well, well uh, I think, and not to shadow away from the story and what you were just saying, but I think one of the gems that you just said is specifically in business, like you have to, you you, you got to think about the business and not about your your feelings. Yes. You know, yes. and yes. I said something before, like to somebody, to some of my um, audiences, like you got to take the emotion out of money. Like yes. you can't make decisions based on yeah. that because yes. it will hurt and affect your business. And that, that's something that I had to learn. I'm like, you know, no, they're a friend of mine. Yes. Let me give them a chance an opportunity. Let me yes. do this yes. or pay for them or give them. Yes. No. Can't. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Awesome. And friends and family are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Always. The worst. Always. It's always. It's insane. The worst. Yeah. yeah. And you think they'll they'll come back to you, pay you back? I know. I know. We've the all worst. been there. Yep. We've all the been there. The worst. <laughs> but what would you think is what is the biggest thing that you think you've learned? from being in that business and then compared to bringing it over to what you're in now? Um, well, one of the things I think I learned the most in that business is taking pride in yourself and your work and your business mm. and not to lowball yourself. Mm. Because I did that before, like saying, well, where I live, people may not be able to afford what I charge. And, yeah. But I learned that people outside of that community will come to you who can afford it. Yeah. I lived in a certain city and I had no children from that city. None. They were all mm. from outside cities. I mean, 15, 20 minutes away, some people 30 minutes away that would bring their children and that would pay that price because they saw yep. what I was providing and they understood it. It's just this, like, just like the verse where in the Bible, the prophet has no honor in his own home. Mm. And it, it, it's so true. It's so true. Mm. People that are close to you just do not, for some reason, I don't know if it's because they think they know you, they know you. They just, <laughs> it's just yep. so, it's so crazy. You, you get, you get yeah. more from people who are outside your circle than you do from those yes. who are inside. So then that means you need to turn your circle inside out. Absolutely. That's yeah. I'm done with that. Absolutely. Done with that. 
That's the great one thing. One thing too I have learned is to always keep people around you who are where you want to be. Because if all you all think the same, you'll be the same for the rest of your life. If yeah. you'd like to mentor someone, that's fine. But you have to understand mentoring and friendship, totally different thing. Absolutely. Totally different thing. I was just talking to my nephew, Sean, and I was just telling him, like, you got to be around some people that's going to make you feel uncomfortable, not to yep. the point where you're uncomfortable where like they're talking bad about you. Right. But they're pushing you to do things and go to different levels to where you're actually going to be challenging yourself yes. and not be comfortable at where you're at because you want to progress, especially specifically if you're trying to like run a business. Right. Like you definitely have to do that. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. That yeah, was awesome. And, uh, somebody, you have to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you too. Absolutely. If you're the smartest one in the room, well, you got. <laughs> That's a big problem. You are in trouble. You are yes. in trouble. You are definitely in trouble. Okay, yeah. so uh, Nikki, last thing, um, I always like to give my guests a chance to speak to their future self, right? So if you had a chance to tell your future self a couple years from now i usually say five years you don't have to go into yeah. the age or anything like that be something short small what would what would you tell your future self what would you tell one whatever thing, you want to say one thing i would probably say is be uncomfortable now so that you can be comfortable later mm. yes yes definitely work hard now so that Wonderful. you can rest later. It just made me realize what you're saying because I, I, there's a lot of people too that I wanted to bring with me and there's yes, a lot of things that I wanted yeah. to do. Yes, yes. And I had to realize like, like there's just different levels of it. For every level, new level, there's a new devil. Absolutely. That's what he was saying. And I was like, what? And one that's better than the one that was before. Than the one before. Yes. yes. Than the one before. Um, that's so true, Adam. So it just, it, I, I, I want to thank you, though. I appreciate that because you just reminded me to definitely push myself harder for what I'm doing, even with yes. this platform, right? I don't know where it's going to go. Right. And I started thinking about the money and stuff first. And I'm like, no, like, my goal is to help somebody and help people. And I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Focus on providing value to people and helping people. And by me doing that, solving right. problems and helping people, right. then everything else I want is going to come. That's um, right. And just to keep pushing forward. And then like you said about keeping your circle, sometimes you have to flip that yep. circle. You um, do. Sometimes you got to flip that circle. And so. Adam, there's so many people that I wanted to take with me that I wanted to push and say, come on, let's do this. Let's come on, do this. Like even um, some people who um, it's sort of like a mentorship and I'm like, they come to me and I'm like, yeah, so let's do this. You know, you got to be mindful of this. If you're trying to brand something, you've got to be mindful of like what you're posting on social media. Yes. You have yes. to be mindful of what you're saying, who you're responding to, yep. what you're putting up. You can't be this way 
this time and then this way this way this another time, time. you you yeah. can't you just can't yeah. especially like with me within ministry mm-hmm. it's like there is a sacrifice mm-hmm. there's a sacrifice you can't respond to everything you can't post everything you can't yep. say out loud every you just you just can't can't you can't and i there are people who just don't get that and i yeah. don't and so it's like okay um you have there has to be a point where i say to myself is this just benefiting you or is this benefiting both of us and not mm-hmm. that every relationship has to benefit me but yeah. i am married with four children and one who is getting ready to go into kindergarten i do not have time to babysit <laughs> adults yeah. i don't you don't yeah. I don't have time to babysit adults. I if that's what you're looking for, then I'm not I'm not the one. If you want to move forward, then I will absolutely be able to help you as much as I can, but I'm not going to carry your water for you. I understand. Wow. Thank you, Nikki. You're welcome. Thank you, I Adam. I appreciate that. No, I thank you. Too.